0: Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Park. Hello and welcome to this episode of more money today. I am so excited to be talking to Michelle Reynolds back for her fourth year of growth interview. Of course, I am your host, Cassie Parks. Uh, I teach people how to welcome more money into their life. And uh, if you've been following Michelle, you know, that's been happening and there's still growth. Even when more money comes in, there's more growth that leads to more money and all that. So welcome, Michelle. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you. Happy day to you. Happy day to you. Thank you. Cool. So tell me what is awesome. Oh, There's
1: so much. I don't know if I can even uh, tell you everything. It's like there's so much coming right now that I'm uh, trying to breathe. Mm,
0: yes. Yeah. So tell us so what's, what is some of the awesome stuff.
1: Oh my goodness, gracious. So, uh my team is growing in leaps and bounds. Um I'm being interviewed today because I um am the leader in the party plan business and I'm the girl that said I was never having a party.
0: <laughs> yes, yep.
1: <laughs> and whole bunch of new friends that I've met. Um I'm traveling to Kansas City. Um, meeting with some new people there that are interested in business, doing business with me, going to Houston. We're, we're opening a market, which is really fun. Yes. And my list, um, my list of money coming in is very long. This is just this month and this is not all of it.
0: I love it. How I does know, that feel?
1: It feels good. I love to look at the green paper with all the incoming money on it. It makes me feel so powerful. Yes. It makes thing. me feel wealthy, actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. All right. I love that. So let's, um, I mean, just so much good, like, is coming up. I know there's other stuff that, that we'll get to in the interview because you've had some major breakthroughs and, like, you know, new people on your team. I don't know if you said it. Would you have, three or four new people? Three oh, so far this week. week. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, so the last interview that we did – Um, there was, we, we talked about, it was more of a coaching session actually, right? It was. We did it as a coaching session because there were just things you knew that you weren't doing and we coached on that. And so what's happened since then? Well, the first thing that happened was I ran away (laughs) because
1: I didn't like it. (laughs) And, um, when I, um, am challenged to grow. I, you know, you have two choices. Everybody does, but I have two choices and I could either dive in and jump goes to go with it, or I could just run and do whatever I've always done. Like what's comfortable for me. And I felt like being comfortable. So I was, (laughs) so I didn't do what I was supposed to. And, um, there came a time for us to interview again and I hadn't done anything. And I was like, okay, Michelle, You cannot avoid this forever. If you want to grow, which you say you do, you have to start doing the work. So, um, I made a this. I'm going to show you this because people are going to be like, holy shamoli, they think their life is busy. So, this is my master list of everything that I have to do in my life. So, in its pages and pages and pages and pages and pages. Um, And so, there are things like clean out the kitchen drawer, Um, you know, take out the trash every Tuesday, (laughs) you know, like just simple things. But it's for me. It is getting everything where it needs to be, and getting my own personal stuff done. Because in a service-based business, I'm always serving other people, and I'm not always doing my own stuff. In fact, most of the time, my stuff is last. And what checking off that list is doing is helping me put myself first.
0: Hmm. And so, what's the background on that list? Like, it wasn't like you woke up one day and were like, "Oh, I should put this all in a list and do it," right?
1: Yeah. Well, that was one of the things you challenged me was, you know, you need to take care of business. And I, um, I just had so many things to do that I was overwhelmed. And I, so then I did nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, which is, is most common, do. right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And so for me, um, the reason I broke it down into like the least common denominator was that it always gave me like a, I feel accomplished, mm-hmm. you know, when it's, uh, you know, uh, do your homework every day for 15 minutes Mm -hmm. before you do this, then that creates a new habit, Mm -hmm. which then creates new choices and new lifestyle and new money and new business. And so for me, and there's many things on there that I don't want to create a habit with. Like I want to get that garage sale done and I want to get that stuff gone and I want to create more space. And then instead of filling up the space, I want the perfect things to come
0: hmm Right. Because here, the garage sale is a good example, right? So there can always be a thing on someone's list. That's like, like that could become a habit to have that garage sale on your list forever. And when we don't put it on a list and break it down, like you said, like, you know, sort stuff, label stuff, pick a date. Like when you don't make it check offable, it's just this big, huge thing on the list. That's like, have a garage sale. And your mind is like, that's so many steps.
1: Mhm. Yeah, cuz right. I've been I've been meaning to have literally I moved into this house August 1st 2017 and I've been meaning to have a garage sale for that entire time. Now granted it was too cold some of those months, but there's really no excuse that all that crap is still in my garage.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I love it. And um yeah. So tell us more. So tell us what else has been done. You also updated to flat rate billing, which is on your list, right?
1: I did. That's probably the most major thing. Like, how did I forget that? Um, <laughs> so
0: I had a date uh,
1: June 30th to, by, well, by the end of the last month to get my flat rate billing done. And actually, I think my goal was July 1st to have the conversation, was mm-hmm. the goal. Mm-hmm. And um, it came to be like a week before that. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this. So I found an easy way to do it. I took their last year annual income and I divided it by 12. And I said, I'm changing my business model. I'm going to move you to flat rate billing. You're going to get a bill on the 30th. You're also going to get a bill on the first. So they're going to double pay, like back to back. Mm-hmm. And um, what's going to happen is when you need additional services, it's not going to cost you more. And when you need so, and when you need less, you're still going to pay the same. That way. You know, for your budget and I know for my budget, this is you securing me for the month. So I had to have one, only one conversation with someone because she was like, ah, why am I paying you twice? And I said, you're securing me for the month. Yeah. Yeah. And that just, it was all she needed to hear. And I didn't like, it wasn't, it came from a place of empowerment versus a place of, oh, are we going to be okay? Right. Mhm. Yeah. yeah, and um I love it because now I know I have that guaranteed income every single month
0: mm-hmm. and
1: I can if someone says what do you make? I know my number. Yeah. And if I want to make more, then I can when I quote a new client, I can say this is how much time, this is your rate and I can decide if that fits into my life or not.
0: Absolutely. And how much time did this give you back in your life that you don't have to do billing?
1: Well, uh, I was, for those of you who don't know, I'm a, a, a virtual assistant. So I was logging every single task I did, every single minute. And then at the end of the, well, I was supposed to do it twice a month. I was supposed to bill twice a month. And sometimes it would be three months in between billing cycles because it took so much time. So I'm thinking 10 hours a month. It's amazing, right? Yeah. And I love it.
0: Yes, right? It's so freeing. And but what what <laughs> what happened? Like we talked about this in January, right? This is how long this has been going on. Like that you it's been on your list to do, right? Mhm. Um, and I kind of want to, I want to connect these dots for people listening and for you, if you haven't, but it, but it in your head, it was because everything else was so overwhelming because there's this big, huge list that includes like this massive garage sale with all these things, like, because the list is that long. I mean, that you have on paper, yes. it is that long, right? Mm-hmm. That long was in your head, overwhelming you. Like all you could see was the overwhelming choice of flat rate billing, which in your mind before, like, even if you didn't consciously realize this went something like, I have to add up all these hours. I have to find the perfect amount of time. I have to figure out exactly what I'm doing for them. I have to do this. I, like it, it was like this whole list of mm-hmm. how do I get to a flat rate billing number? Mm-hmm. And once you got everything on paper and there started to be space and everything started to be easier, even though there's this, this list, but it's still easier, you were able to see the answer like, oh, you take the number and you divide it by 12 and that's what I'm going to go with, right? Yep, yep. Yeah.
1: And, and part of my, my, the overwhelm was I, I like felt I had to justify my number. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, am I really worth it? And I did have one client that um, I said, this is going to be your rate so much a month. And they wrote back and said, we're actually going to discontinue services. We're not seeing the ROI out of this. It's nothing you did. We love working with you. It's just, this is a pivotal time for us to say that, okay, we're done. And so I lost a client But I gained two other flat rate billing clients in their place. Amazing. How did that feel? Good. Yeah. And one of them, um, she wants me to track my hours for a short time. And uh, so I said, you know, why? And she said, well, I want to make sure you're getting paid enough and that it's worth my time. And I said, okay, I'll do it for a short time. And um, she's actually going to owe me more than we agreed on for flat rate billing. So it really
0: worked in my favor. Yes. And it worked because you, tr- you trusted, right? You were like, this is what I can do. Like, this is it. And you trusted the process and then you ended up with more. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. I just
1: thought of something else I got. Um, So I bought a deep freeze. Yay. Yes. (laughs) And so I'm going to my ex-husband's house and getting all the meat that my sister gave me for free out of that freezer. So we'll have all of that in our life. And um, the other thing I got was I'm traveling this weekend and two people needed a place to stay. And I said, that's fine. You can stay with me um, in that extra bed, but you have to pay for the whole entire night. So I got one night free on my
0: trip. Awesome, I love it yeah That's so
1: I, I need to put those down on my list,
0: exactly. isn't it fun to realize like, oh, I need to pay more and more, I need to put more and more on my list? Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I love it. so um, do you want to talk about your class reunion?
1: Yes, absolutely <laughs> yes uh, okay, so thirty year class reunion, and um, I didn't know if I wanted to go, but I definitely wanted to go, mm-hmm. and the more I connected with people. And my 10-year reunion was terrible. For those of you who know, I went back, and it wasn't the reunion was terrible. It's where I was at was terrible. So my uh, ex-husband had just left, and I was a single mom with a, you know, two young kids, and I was, I was in total survival mode. There's no question. And I was overweight, and I, I just wasn't feeling worthy. Um, and so when I went back at the 10-year, and this happens often at 10 years, is that people are still comparing crap. Mm -hmm. yeah and at the 30 year nobody cared about how anyone looked nobody cared about anyone's size nobody cared about anyone's wealth or what they did we just loved each other's souls and it was remarkable and when I was there I parked my car and I didn't drive my vehicle once the whole entire weekend I was back home and um Uh, I would got bought many drinks. It was fabulous. (laughs) But this is the greatest part of it all is um, I realized something about myself at that reunion is I, um, I had some emotional baggage that I had carried for 30 years and I had made peace with the people. I had made peace with the situation, but I'd never made peace with the place. And so when I went back this time as a different woman, I was able to say, I'm okay, I'm very proud of who you are and who you've become and this is okay too. So I walked out of that 30-year class reunion a healed woman and um, there's nothing, nothing holding me back at this point. So I have no emotional baggage to carry forward and my worthiness is secure, my, my, my stuff is getting in order and um, I'm super excited for
0: what's next. That's awesome. And you came home after that experience, like, and immediately had three new people on your team, right? Yep.
1: And yeah. there's two more that will be joining this week, two or three now. I love it. How mm-hmm. does that feel? It feels amazing. I've never had six people join my team as business builders in a week
0: ever in, um, 12 years mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. What do you think is the energetic shift that opened that up? Cause everybody thinks it's, work harder, do more, like get more done. Like you didn't send out a hundred emails. You didn't call up everybody you knew. Mm -mm. Yeah.
1: You know, I did what was easy and I let those easy things come to me. Mm -hmm. So there was one, um, someone said, Hey, I did this and it worked. So I copied what they did and with their permission and I, and literally immediately have multiple people looking at the business. So those are in addition to the six, right? Yes.
0: Isn't yes. that awesome?
1: Yep. And then there's been a couple things I've been watching you do and a couple other people. And it's the same thing where it's um, the systems are easy. And so I thought, well, why don't I do that with my own systems? And so I have two Facebook groups where they're closed groups Mm -hmm. and people have to like, um, like apply to be in them Yes, and I get to say if they're in there or not. And then I control the content and people can comment and reply and be there that way. And, um, what it did is people are now raving fans of the two like work groups. I have one is a mom. It's called mom squad. And it's uh, helping moms get healthy, rich, and free. And the other is Do Easy Keto, which is teaching people how to live a ketogenic lifestyle in an
0: easy fashion. I love it. And I love it because they're inspired. Mm -hmm. And two months ago, I might even maybe say, but definitely I think it was two months ago. We had a conversation about, the conversation was very different about how you were building your business, right? It's mm-hmm. like, I have to go do this thing. I have to train this way. I need to do this. There might be some little magical thing that I need to learn, right? Yep. In fact, um, for
1: those, for uh, and we didn't talk about this publicly, so I will just share it um, publicly. But um, I was at a point where I was in a little bit of a spend frenzy um, because I um, I was running.
0: So I was in survival
1: mode again, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to stop and say this again. Michelle was in a spin because if this is you, you got to hear this. You were in a spin frenzy because you were running, because you were in survival mode, because we Mm -hmm. as human beings, when we need to survive, we fight, flight, or freeze. And because there's no woolly mammoth to run from anymore, we do things like spend money as our way of running. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I, I, someone sent me this website and it's really like cheap stuff. That's cool stuff. And so I ordered like $200 of crap off of there that I needed nothing. And I justified in my mind, like it's only $200, like it's fine. And then um, I subscribed for this course and I will pursue the course when it's time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do feel like that's coming, but not quite yet. Um, and I, so I paid $500 for a course that I thought might be the thing that I needed and. Um, when I told Cassie about it, (laughs) Cassie was like, you did what? (laughs) And, um, you know, and, and we, you know, I love Cassie as a coach because she will say what I need to hear. And she said, why don't you put that off for a while? And I'm like, I just paid $500 for it. I'm not going to put it off. So I thought, you know, Michelle, just be a big girl. And I called the gal and I said, I need some time to not pursue this right now. I said, but I want to be on your back burner. I don't want you to forget me or I want my money back. One of the two. And I said, it's really up to you. If you want to refund my money and move to someone else, great. But if you want me to still, you know, eventually do this with you, then just know I need a little bit of time because I can't fully implement being where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. And I didn't need to say any more than that. And the thing is, um, she disappeared for two months. Wow. And I thought, well, that was a lesson in spending money that you maybe didn't need to spend. Right. But I have uh, reached out to her again and just said, "Um, I'm still not ready. But when I am, I just want you to, you know, I want to make sure and get the value out of the money I spent. And she said, I have not forgotten you. And I don't think it's just quite time yet. And so I was like, okay, well, we're both letting go of when And we're just going to let it happen in perfect timing. So instead of that, I'm focused on what's easy for me right now and what's working. And um, I will know when the time is for that. I absolutely know I'll know, but it's already paid for. And then it's going to feel easy because there's not coming up with the money. There's not fitting it into my schedule when I clear that stuff out of my garage <laughs> for that garage sale, yeah. right? Like yeah. and I, I do, you know, some bookkeeping stuff I need to do, meet with an accountant, handle my 401k. When I do some of my financial stuff, um, it's going to allow room for that perfect timing to show up.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. And I wanna point this out, you get it, and you can add in anything to this you want, but I wanna make this clear. Um, to our listeners, because this is a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's when we're in survival mode, which is like, it's Michelle's story, which is shifting and changing and she's growing. And yet it's every time she grows, there's, oh, there's usually some sort of this because it's the thing, right? It's just, mm-hmm. and it's okay, right? It's the same yeah. thing I do. Like I am a money chaser. So I just learned to recognize like, are you are you going out and just sort of chasing something or is that really what you need for your business the same as like are you looking for like in michelle's case like the thing that's going to magically grow your business right and and that isn't an, it example of like being in that spin and it's a way to run and it's a way to not do the work because the real work was to create space so that you could have new new, cl- so that you could have six clients or not clients, but six people join your team in a week. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, for me, I always get emotional when I'm growing. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I always cry. I always have a meltdown. I always run. That's just my thing. And so we have recognized, which has helped me, as a person know that when I get that way, that means I'm close to Mm -hmm. something versus nor in the past when I tailspin is what I'm going to call it. I tailspin harder. Right. Yeah. And so it's helped me just breathe and go, okay, you're close to something. Ask for help because I can't see what I need. I have to ask Mm -hmm. Cassie. (laughs) She's my, she's my, she's my looker inner. (laughs)
0: I love that. It's true. Like when you're in that spin, when you're doing those things that have become like what you do to survive, it's hard to see them because like you said, with the spending the $200, I could justify that. Right. And everybody could justify Like if we, you know, went into how great this $500, like they, everybody could have justified spending that $500. And if you're a person who's like constantly buying courses in this next thing, like this is something you might want to pay attention to because we can all justify like, oh yeah, this is going to take my business. This has helped so-and-so. This is this. Mm-hmm. Like there's all kinds of ways we can logically do it and we don't see it. And I think one of the things that we, we talked about is even if this was the right decision, the reason you had to ask for time is because there wasn't time to implement it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and the thing is today I'm being interviewed by our corporate office about how to be, because I was the number one, I am the number one party plan person so far. And they're everyone's like, oh my gosh, you did so amazing. And they're throwing huge numbers out there of what I did and how much products I got for free. And the thing is, it's nothing people don't know. There's no Mm -hmm. secret. It's just, I did the work and I, I, I got excited. I had fun when I'm having fun business flows to me. And so that's a, that's a huge indication for me is when I'm not having fun and it feels, um, what's the word Cassie like
0: hard or yeah, laborious, you know, when
1: it's hard, then, um, I need to stop and go have fun.
0: Yes. Right. And so what, and, and when it was hard, is that when you, Like, did you make the purchase? I'm just doing like.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, I think I bought, I think I bought the course, the $500 course when it, when I was in the spin, I was, uh, things were hard. I was seeking Mm -hmm. something and I thought this might be the thing. And I like the girl that, um, sold it. Like I, like I want her in my life and, and you pointed out something like she can still be in my life, whether I spend $500 on her course or not. And, you know, she was offering it to only a few people. And, you know, and I, I felt honored that she had selected me. Mm-hmm. And so there was a, like a, like she would like, that was filling my cup. And mm-hmm. the fact is we haven't filled my cup. I'm fine without her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You fill your own cup, right? Right, yeah. And it's, it's remembering that. And especially I think in survival, when your story was survival and you're moving away from that, it, that is, that's one thing to remember, right? Because it's mm-hmm. really easy to like go get someone else to give that like quick hit fill up of your cup. Um, oh. It's true of all stories, actually. Yeah, <laughs> Probably not. just. I,
1: I have one other thing. If we can tailspin to something, a new subject.
0: Absolutely. Let's talk about it.
1: <laughs> so um, as many of you know, I got divorced um, earlier this year and, um, and hereby a single and loving it and taking care of myself and As of um, just a few weeks, I literally have supported myself for a year.
0: Yay! That's amazing. That's so exciting. Yeah,
1: huge, huge celebration. And I still have money in the bank, so it's not like I, you know, (laughs) used everything to do that, you know? Right.
0: And how Mm -hmm. does that feel?
1: It feels really good. It's just this knowingness that I can do it. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. I'm writing yeah. that down <laughs> because yeah.
1: Cause like, you know, my future self, she doesn't work for someone else. So I'm not going to go get a job, you know, even right. after the second year or the third year, like I'm going to provide for myself financially. It's going to be fabulous.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're building all that evidence of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's um, amazing.
1: So, and then the, the, the tailspin of that is my ex-husband has a new girlfriend mm-hmm. and I've had to um, in my survival mode, episode there. Um, it's an episode. Yeah.
0: It has a beginning. I love this term. We're going to use this because it has a beginning. It has an end. Like, it's just like,
1: you yeah, know. it's yeah. just, it's just one scene of the movie. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So, um, I, uh, you know, when that first happened, I was like, I, and I'm, I was the decider to leave, <laughs> but right. I was like, I felt so replaced mm-hmm. and, I didn't know how I felt about that, and i you know I keep asking like what's she look like? what's she do? Is she nice? Does she treat you good? like you know what are they kissing you know <laughs> and you know like who cares if they're kissing you know whatever and um and you know the feedback I got was, you know, yeah, they're kissing all the time, and um she's really nice, she's beautiful, she's skinny, and um she feels really bad that she's stepped into your place, and I was like. Okay, she sounds like a pretty upright amazing woman mm-hmm. and I want him to be happy. I want her to be a great woman for my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't want some ugly mean troll be in the stepmom.
0: Great. <laughs> right. Yeah, you yeah.
1: You know, I want her to be fabulous and I want to like her cuz we're going to work together for many years if that, you know, if they so decide to hitch up or something. But um the thing is um I you know had to go, what's it doing to my worth? And the thing is, um, it doesn't, it doesn't affect my worth. But mentally, it was so easy to go like, I'm a loser. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, and it was, um, and, and you said something the other day to me that really helped. And I'm going to try and think of the exact words you said was, um, as far as the replaceable part, you said, the old you is replaceable. Mm-hmm. The current and future you is not replaceable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so true because when I married my ex-husband, you know, um, 15 years ago, I was a completely different person than I am now. And um, I'm, because I grew and I took care of business and I put priorities first, um, I grew out of that marriage. And so now he needs someone else to fill that hole, which is fine let, you know, as long as she's an amazing woman and, you know, I want him to be blissfully happy. I want her to be amazing. And what that does is it really frees me up for my amazing guy. Yeah. And so I, um, I have let go of the jealousy thing because my future self is not a jealous woman. She wants, because I have my guy, he loves me we're devoted, we're loyal, we're faithful. It's hot and sexy and um you know I don't need his permission to be happy.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think that um this just we didn't talk about this on Monday, but I want to add it in. Like yes, um she is amazing. Like you were still amazing when you married him, right? Yeah. You still yep. had the same heart. You were still a good mom. You were amazing. Like you were doing life the best you could. And so she, she's likely that's very true that she's amazing because she did just step into like, here's an amazing woman who just hasn't grown yet or doesn't want to grow yet. Right. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. might just be happy with exactly where she was, but the you were amazing, but wanted to grow. And that's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, I, again, I want her to be amazing. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. You know, like I plan on being friends with this. I, you know, I've never in my, whether mine or someone else's, I've never met an ex-wife I didn't like. So why would this one have to be any different?
0: Right. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, so as we wrap up, since we sort of tailed into your divorce and this one year of supporting yourself celebration. Mm-hmm. Yay. yay. So awesome. Um, Just talk of, will you talk a little bit about how, you know, creating your, (laughs) how stepping into your future self um, made this last year of going through divorce possible? And, and, and talk a little bit about, would you, now that you're like a year out from leaving and then getting divorced, like, would you say that the process was easy of getting divorced? Well, the process itself, yes. Very easy. It's just paperwork. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, the letting go of what felt familiar to mm-hmm. step into something, um, new, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it was hard, right. but it was unfamiliar
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I had to lean a lot on the work we have done. And that is knowing where I'm going in the future And looking back and saying, this is just an episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, no, I don't think it's hard. Um, Did I cry a lot during the year? Absolutely. (laughs) Did I have many meltdowns? Absolutely. Did I spend way too much money on crap I didn't need? Absolutely. (laughs) Did I, you know, um, did I run to the vices that um, hold me me at times? Absolutely. (laughs) So we all cope. In our own certain ways, when we're growing, and um, we love to go to what's familiar. But I will just challenge you guys to. That's why I have to work with a coach. That's why Cassie is my coach because I I couldn't do it by myself. There's no way if I look back at last year to this year without you. I don't know that I would be renewing my lease in this amazing house.
0: Mm.
1: I don't know that I would. I might be looking for a job. Um, I might feel completely worthless and, you know, I could be 50 pounds heavier versus, you know, 56 pounds and 63 inches lighter. You know, I just, you know, there's so many things that, um, it could have gone a million different directions, but it went this way because we scripted years ago, 2015, September, 2015, three years ago, we scripted what the life in the future was. And so many of those things have already come to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you so
0: much. You're welcome. My pleasure. And thank you for sharing that story because you just opened up that possibility for somebody else who's on that verge of divorce or they're thinking Mm -hmm. about it or, you know, all of that.
1: Mm -hmm. And, And it always feels like it's the end of like life as you know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Divorce, right? Well, yeah. it is, and it's just an episode and because you're opening the door to a better episode. Like the sequel is almost always better in a movie. Almost yeah. always. Right. I and if not, it. you're the you're the
0: scriptwriter. Rewrite it. Right. <laughs> Do it better. Yeah, <laughs> make exactly. it better. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. Um, we have about 1 minute. Any quick final thoughts that you want to share?
1: You know, I just will really encourage people to be part of the Enchanted Circle. Um, it's an investment and it takes time and it's not going to be comfortable always, but you meet some amazing people. And um, I, I literally would, there's a million coaches in my life, but Cassie's the only one that I would choose to work with. So
0: thank you for sharing that. You're and welcome. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to tune in to Michelle's next episode and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us on the More Money Show. To learn the step-by-step process to welcome more money into your life, go to manifest10k.com.